Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. As we've been discussing all morning long, the A's appear to be planning to pack up and leave Oakland for Las Vegas, just like their former NFL neighbors. It's a hard blow to the city, which would now have no major sports franchises. For more on this, we're joined live on the KCBS Ring Central Newsline by KCBS insider Phil Mateer. So, Phil, I have to sort of admit that I think a lot of people were doubtful from the beginning that the, the team would be able to stay in Oakland, despite all the news we kept hearing about talks. Yeah, I mean, it was an iffy proposition from the get-go, uh, in part because of economics, in part because of Oakland politics, and in part because of the nature of sports. But, you know, they made a couple of attempts. One was at the Peralta site. They wanted to build it in the downtown area at the community college, and the community college and the neighbors said no to that, and that took them over to Howard Terminal. At the same time, there were people still pressuring them to stay out at the Oakland Coliseum. All these things just sort of swirled around and it wound up going nowhere fast. The A's finally came up with a plan at Howard Terminal, but it was equivalent to building the, the pyramids of Egypt. We were talking about a 35,000-seat waterfront ballpark, plus 3,000 residential units, plus a million and a half square feet of commercial space, a 3,500-seat performance center, a 400-room hotel. This thing just got bigger and bigger and bigger and more and more expensive. In Las Vegas, it's a stadium. And it's a public-private stadium that has yet to be worked out, if it gets worked out. But it's a lot simpler, and that it, it, that's one of the challenges there. This one just got too big and too complex for its own good. Well, what about the impact of the feds not coming through with that infrastructure money? Did that make a difference? Yes, it did. But it was just a, it, Margie, what we're talking about is, you know, some 200 to $300 million in federal and, and state funds but that were to help uh, build the area around the site to make it, you know, the plumbing and such like that, the road uh, widenings and things like that. But that was the first indication that the money just wasn't there. And it's, it never really materialized, especially when the new estimates came in and so that it was going to cost even more. So, yes, we had a couple things. One, cost estimates kept going up as we've seen the building going around the Bay Area and in California. It's getting more and more expensive to do these things. It's going to be a lot cheaper to do it in Las Vegas if they do it there. And second of all, the availability of money. I mean, the state doesn't have the money it had. The Fed money isn't going into it. Yeah, all those things came into play. All right, Phil, thank you very much. That's KCBS insider Phil Mateer. He'll be back this afternoon at 550. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.